Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We honor you today. We honor you with our lips and with our lives. We thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy to us. We thank you for your forgiving sin through the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for this time that we have had to sing praise to your name and to worship in spirit and in truth. Now we ask that you might help us as we hear your word, that we might be faithful to understand what it is that you want to show us today of your glory and your majesty and your honor in creation. Lord, open our eyes to see the things of your invisible power and your greatness in our creation. You are the almighty God, Lord Jesus Christ, Savior and Lord, we honor you today. So now bless us as we look at your word today and may the Holy Spirit of God help us and teach us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Find your place in Genesis chapter number one. And while you're finding your place, if it's a hard time for you to find it, it's at the front part of your Bible, Genesis chapter number one. If you're a guest with us here today, we're honored to have you on Pastor Mike. Welcome to worship here at our 1030 hour. We're glad Brother Jeff's back. And we want to pause. I know you're looking it up in your Bible, but say thank you with me to Brother Dave right over there. Brother Dave, Brother Dave. You see, I'm a Braves fan. The Braves are going to win the World Series this year. But you know why they're going to win? Because of pitching. And they're right there. That's a good pitcher right over there. Thank you, Brother Dave. You've come back to be with us and God bless you. Genesis chapter number one. I want you to find Genesis one, but today we'll begin reading and I'll use Genesis chapter two, verses one and two as uh, the text that I want to begin with and what I'll make my comments around today. If you've been with us in the last few days, if you've uh, joined with us, we're talking these days about the importance of remembering our creator, remembering our creator. And so that's what we continue to do today. And for the next few weeks, Lord willing, we'll be moving through some things in the book of Genesis together. And I hope you'll uh, be here when you can and, and uh, that you'll find it helpful to you in your spiritual life. Genesis chapter number two, beginning in verse one. Thus, the heavens and the earth were completed. Please notice. Thus, the heavens and the earth were completed and all their hosts. By the seventh day, God, again, completed his work, which he had done. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. Now, Heavenly Father, bless the reading of your word and may the Holy Spirit be our teacher. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My focal truth today uh, and also next week, we'll not be able to look at everything I want to say about this topic today. Uh, so I'm giving you advance notice of what we'll be talking about also next week. Here's the focal truth that Almighty God created all things, please notice, completely. Almighty God created all things completely. When we come to think about creation, when we come to think about the power of God in creation, we're reminded that Almighty God created all things, all things, Everything that exists, he created, and he created it completely. That's what we, hear, that's what we read in verse 1 of chapter 2. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed. And again in verse number 2, by the seventh day, God completed his work which he had done. 
there are some essential principles. So I'm coming to the book of Genesis and I know every time I come to, you know, when you're speaking on, uh, when you're going to the book of Genesis or when you go to the book of Revelation, as a preacher, you're always going to, you're going to disappoint the people. There's no way that I can possibly comment today and say, even in the weeks we have ahead, all the things that could be said about the glorious truths of Genesis chapter number one and all the way through uh, Genesis chapter 11. I'll do my best. I'm going to point out some things to you as your pastor I think you need to hear. I want to point out some things for our students who are part of our church and the boys and girls who so faithfully come and listen to the Word of God because there are some things that we have to nail down and affirm by faith that we believe about God as our Creator in the worlds in which we live. And so today we'll talk about the Almighty God creating all things. It's the same with the book of Genesis. I get there and you'll think, well, you know, he should have said that. He should have talked about that. Just be patient with me and receive what I'm able to give you. I want to again recommend to you, go, we add every week to the website. We have some very important videos and other kinds of materials there that will add to your understanding of creation and the challenges uh, that we face from the atheist world and also from the, uh, uh, from the world of uh, those who, who are evolutionists and others who now become uh, transhumanists. So there are lots of things there for you to read to remind you of the uh, continued rebellion of man against God in our own day. But in spite of that, we stand and give glory to God and we honor Him today. There are some essential principles from Genesis chapter 1 that I, I won't elaborate on except just to put them here so that you know what uh, I believe that the book of Genesis is teaching us. The book of Genesis is the book of beginnings. The author is Moses. Moses gives us these works as a part of the, the five books he put together for us, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. So we have these principles that I want to, again, go on record as saying to you, these are things I would speak, I've said this week by week, if I was invited to Yale University, which I wouldn't be, or to Oxford or some other place, I would declare these things if we were talking about some issue related to creation or evolution. All things in the universe were created by God in six literal days of creation week. You see, we're going to read the word and it was day, one day in verse 5. One day. The word day in Hebrew is the word day. It is the word for day. Day is 24 hours. Day is day. You can try to make it what it isn't, but day is a day is a day. And a day is what it is. The created record, you see, that's how great God is. He does things in a day. He does things in a day. That's how great God is. The creation record is factual, historic. And uh, thus all theories of origins or developments that uh, uh, ideas about developments of the world and existence uh, that are evolutionary in form are false. There's nothing in the Bible that speaks or talks about any forms of evolution. All things that now exist are sustained and ordered by God's providential care. Uh, the world is still spinning and ordered because of the way in which God created and designed things. You and I are still alive today because of the grace and mercy of God and the way that He has created things. So these principles underlie many of the things that we could talk about. They're foundational to our faith and our trust in the one who has 
created us. Uh, now, six characteristics of God's creating all things. Uh, I'm, I'm going to point out these six things and three of them we'll talk about today. Three of them, Lord willing, we'll talk about next week. And all I'm doing are taking some phrases from Genesis chapter one that I would recommend to you highlight in your Bible, make a note of them. Uh, Pastor Ken also talked about them today. Uh, when he talked about one of them today and we'll see these in the days ahead. Today, God said it and, and it was so. That's one of the phrases we'll see and look at for just a moment together and talk about the importance of that. Number two, God called it by name. Whatever God created, he called by name. We'll talk about that for a moment. And then God said, we'll, we'll talk about this word, then God said. And then we also see in Genesis one, repeated over and over, it was evening and morning each day. We'll talk about that Lord willing next week. And God saw it and it was good. That's what Pastor Ken talked with the children about today. We'll elaborate on that a little next week. And then God blessed it and it multiplied. So these are the things we'll see in Genesis chapter number one. Genesis chapter number one, every verb, God is the subject of every verb in Genesis one. In fact, the name Elohim for God, this Hebrew name for God, which is God Almighty, when it says in the beginning, Almighty God created the heavens and the earth. That's what it is. And then Almighty God said, and then Almighty God saw, and then God Almighty called. It's Almighty God. There is no one with greater might than God. Nothing in the created order, my friends. You see, man takes of the things and the elements which God has made and makes some powerful things. But the one who made those elements to make those powerful things is greater than all of creation and greater than all mankind. So today we honor the Lord Jesus. If you have a problem today, if you have troubles in your life today, if you're fearful today, if you're wondering where God is, that's why we come to creation. That's why we come to the word of God and remember our creator for the almighty God who created all things knows and is acquainted with what you're going through and the almighty God can do anything. As the Lord said to the Jews, is anything too hard for God. No, nothing is too hard for him. So we have three observations today that we'll go through today and look at. I hope you'll keep your Bible to Genesis 1 because I'll go through it a few times and point some of these things out to you. Number one, Almighty God created all things instantly. Number two, Almighty God created all things specifically. And number three, God Almighty, Almighty God created all things progressively. That is within the week of creation, creation week. He, he progressively creates all of these things in an ordered way. God's order is perfect. God's design is perfect. The things that he's placed in order are perfect. So we learn much about the invisible power and creative uh, the creative glory of our God, which is above all things. Number one, Almighty God created all things instantly. Well, in verse number one, we read in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then as I read to you in chapter two, verse one, thus 
the heavens and the earth were completed. You see, those who believe in evolutionary things believe that the, the things are still evolving along. Uh, things are still moving along. There's not a finished and completed creation, or that is a order of things or reality. It's changing. This is a philosophical opinion that has affected much of the world and many in the world and the things that they think about, that things are still evolving and changing. But we discover here clearly that what God created, He finished and He completed it. So we have before us a completed creation. And so as the Spirit of God, verse 2, God's beginning the work of creating, and the earth is formless, verse 2, and void, and there's darkness on the surface of the deep, and these mysterious words, the Spirit of God is already moving over the surface of the waters. And then God said, let there be light, and there was light. You see, God speaks these things, and they happen instantly. This is the miracle of the power of God. There wasn't anything for God to work with. You see, before, listen to me, my friends, until God created the universe and all things, nothing existed but God. And God has always existed. And He Himself is self-content. He does not need anything to make Him, uh, to make Himself be fulfilled. God is complete in Himself in utter and perfect eternal uh, amazing, majestic holiness and glory. And so as the Lord now creates, He speaks. God said, and it was so. Um, I mentioned to the early crowd, I remember, you know, growing up and there was an old saying, you know, God said it. This was more about the Word of God. God said it, that settles it. Uh, and, and it is so. Well, it doesn't matter whether I, God said it and I believe it, and it's so. Well, it doesn't matter whether I believe it or not. You see, God said it and it was so. God said it and it was so. God said it and it was so. In fact, notice how many times you read these words. Verse number six and seven. God said it, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters. And then at the end of verse seven, when it's done, when God makes this expanse and then there's the separation, notice, and it was so. You read in verse number nine. God said, let the waters under the earth be gathered together and let a dry land appear. And it was so. You have in verse 11, God said, let the earth bring forth grass, etc. And it was so. You read in verse number 14, God said, let there be lights in the sky of the heavens. And it goes on. And it was so. You read in verse number 24, God said, let the earth bring forth the living creatures after its own kind. And it goes on, and it was so. And then you have in verses 29 and 30, God said, I've given you every fruit bearing seed. And it goes on, and it was so. When God said it, it's so. When God says it, it's done. We may say it this way. The Hebrew says it, it is so, it is true. It has happened. It's occurred. This is the glory of God. There is no time Needed, You see, man's worrying about things. We have to, it's well, it takes a lot of time and billions and millions of years uh, for these things to happen. No, you see, God said it and it was so. When God said it, this is an amazing thing. There was light. Those of you who are the scientific among us, you know, uh, you know what it is to study about light. God said it and there was a sky. God said it and there was an earth. 
God, I'm talking about complete. God said it and there was all of a sudden, uh, there, were these, uh, there were these things, grasses and herbs. God said it and it happened. God, it didn't start to happen, it happened. It was all there, it occurred. How great is your God, is what I ask you. If you worry about these things and wonder how God could say it and it be so, I ask you, how great is your God? How great is your God? What kind of God is it who has to start something and, and late, wait for it to come along, evolve and develop? God said it and it was so. This is an important theme for us. God made and designed what he created. As he created these things, as he said it and it was so, he, crea he formed and shaped the creation. Uh, just run your eye through it. Verse four, God saw the light was good. God separated the light from the darkness. Uh, verse number seven, God made the sky. Think of the sky. Go out and look at the sky. God made the sky. We who are created beings cannot fathom nor understand things not existing. We've always lived in an existing world. And yet God said it and it was so. He made the sun and the moon. Wait a minute. There was light before the sun and the moon hung in the sky, orbiting the earth. Yes, the glory of God, the light of God. Go home and think about this. Let there be light. And then we read amazingly in verse number 16, God makes two great lights in the skies and he places them. What an astounding statement. He set them in their, orbit, in their orbiting paths. God placed them in the expanse of the heavens to give light to the earth. God placed them in the sky and then he created the sea creatures. In verse 21, oh, if you go to the aquarium, go to the aquarium. So someone's going to say at the end of this sermon, I'll go ahead and tell you. So what's the point of this today? You want to worship God? Go to the aquarium. Go to the aquarium. If you want to worship God, go out and take a walk and look at the grandeur and glory of the power of God. I know we went uh, not long ago with our, uh, our newest grandchild, our three-year-old, and we went and looked at all of those fish, all those different kinds of, of various fish. And as my three-year-old grandson said to me, uh, I'm Q, Q, why do all those fish look so mean and sad? And I said, I have no idea. God made them that way. Big eyes and a big droopy mouth. You see, God made all that's in the sea. He created the sea monsters and all that's, that's teeming in the oceans around the world. God made the beasts of the earth. Go out, go out and look at your friend's cattle. Don't feed those cattle, but go look at them today. Go look at the animals. Go home and look at your dog. Go home and look at your dog. Just look at that dog. Um, be amazed how great is our God. Go and look at the ants. They're crawling everywhere. Go, go look at the spider webs that are being made. Look at the glory of the creation from those things that are massive and huge that are orbiting our earth in the universe and the galaxies and the stars all the way down to what you need a microscope to see. God made the beasts and then what did he do? Miracle of miracles, verse 24. God said, let the earth bring forth these creatures and then in 26, 
let's make man in our own image. You see, you must consider today that the Almighty God can create everything from nothing. He also creates light without the sun. He fashions the, in great detail the creation and its parts. Oh, the detail. Oh, the detail of how your body is put together. Uh, those of you who know from surgery, brother, brother Jeff's back with us. The amazing things that doctors can do and the amazing ability of our bodies to come back and regenerate and put back together. The amazing thing of how God created us, the divine designer and the one who is the cause of all things. You see, God said it and it was so, but also God created things specifically. You see, this is interesting for us to remember. You know, you have a name. Maybe you worry about your name. Maybe you wonder why your parents named you what you're named. But you see, names give people and things identity. Names give, names give purpose and meaning uh, to, to all things. And so what does God do? He names. Look at this again in your Bible, verse 5. Elohim, God created the light day. He called, he called the light day. Darkness he called night. Notice in verse number eight, God called the expanse heaven or sky. Now verse number 10, God called the gathered waters sea and God called the dry ground earth. And then what did God say? Let us make man. Let's create man. So God determines the names for everything he creates. And God names, and, and by the way, we still use the word day. We still use the word night. We still use the word earth. We still use the word sky. Now God gave Adam the responsibility to name the, the, uh, the animals and the creatures, but God names these things that are established so that man might reign and rule as, as the one in charge on the earth. You see folks, your name matters to God. And the Lord Jesus saves us and gives us a new name. He makes us new people. And so God in his authority makes all things and names it. That's what God can do. And finally, Almighty God created all things progressively. Now let's look at this and let me just point it out. I'll just go through the verses. You can find them here in your Bible. Uh, notice verse 3, then God said... If you'll notice now in verse 6, then God said. In verse number 9, then God said. In verse 11, then God said. In verse 14, then God said. In verse 20, then God said. Verse 23, then God said. Verse 26, then God said. Verse 29, then God said. You see, there's an order in the way in which God has put things together and the created order deserves your meditation. Today, think about it. Light comes, and then you follow the progression. Light comes, and then there is day and night, and then there, are the, and then there is the separation and the sky. Then there is the sea and the earth. And then there are, uh, then there are the waters now gather in places. And then you have the sprouting of vegetation in verse 11. Uh, the yielding of seed and the fruit trees. You have all kinds of vegetation and uh, plants yielding fruit in verse 12. 
you have the lights being placed in the sky so that there would be, I wanted to point this out in verse 14, the lights in the sky so that there will be for signs, seasons, days, and, and years. You see, we have all of these things in place that help us know when things are happening in the, the orbit of the earth and the glory of harvest time from summertime to wintertime. All of these things, my friends, have been made so that we might see the glory of God. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 2 says, In the last days, God has spoken to us through His Son, now listen carefully to my words, whom He appointed inheritor of all things. You see, the Lord Jesus is the inheritor of all things because He is the one through whom He made the world. God made the world through the Lord Jesus Christ. John the Apostle said, in John chapter 1, all things came into being through Him. That is, through the Word, the Lord Jesus Christ. And apart from Him, apart from Jesus Christ, nothing came into being that has come into being. My friends, as we finish today, think about this. The Lord Jesus Christ, the Creator of all things, spoke. And the winds, they stopped blowing. And the sea calmed down. Think about it today. The Lord Jesus Christ, creator of all things, spoke and dead men got up. The Lord Jesus Christ, the creator of all things, spoke and demons were dismissed and fled away. The Lord Jesus, the creator of all things, spoke and those who heard his words were amazed and cut to the heart. And the Lord Jesus, uh, the creator of all things, finally hung on a cross and said... It is finished. It is finished. Now atonement has been made for the sins of the world. This one who created all things completely, putting them all in order and by design so that we might enjoy as God's people and glorify Him and human beings could glorify God for the created order. Now we are the ones who are saved by the grace of God through the Lord Jesus Christ. So what do we remember today as we finish? Well, number one, I just say it again. God makes all things perfect and complete. How great is our God? Amen, folks. How great is our God? Glory in the glory in the perfection of God's creation. Someone will say, well, I was talking with one of our uh, cattlemen the other day. We have some in our church. And I was talking to him about how amazing it is when the calf is born, how quickly they learn to eat the grass. And someone would say, well, that's the way they're made. Yes, they're made. They learn, they know instinctively by what God has created them to be uh, after their kind to eat the grass. You see, that's the way they're made. That's what we would say about the smallest uh, of insects. That's what we would say about our dogs, that's what we'd say about cats, that's what we'd say about animals, that's the way they're made. That's the way we design and look at all of vegetation and all of those things uh, that grow on the earth, that's the way they're made. They have their season, they have their time, and God speaks and it exists. Look, it only requires God speaking the world into existence for it to exist. I want you to think about that for a moment. One of the old preachers said it this way, What can I see, O God, in your creation of wonders? 
You made something of nothing, and of that something, you made all things. God names it when He creates it. And as we read in the book of Hebrews, as I finish, by faith, by faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the Word of God so that what is seen was not made out of the things that are visible. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed and all their hosts. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth to the praise of the glory of His grace. It was all done to honor and glorify Him. We have sung all day today, glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. But I want to ask you today, are you living for the glory of God? Is your life counting for the cause of Christ? Are you living and honoring and glorifying God in your body? Are you seeking to serve the Lord Jesus with all of your heart? You see, God made you for a relationship with Him. God created you so that you might have a living, personal relationship of joy and pleasure in knowing God. I'm asking you all today, and all of you hear my voice, do you know the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? Have you experienced the joy? You see, when you come back to God, He comes back and makes you new, and then things are right. Then you live, you live like God made you to live, to honor and glorify Him.